0: you can be a really good trader. Hey, it's Walter here, and you're at the Think Profit Podcast, where we're gonna help you develop a rock solid trading confidence and avoid the potentially endless cycle of system switching. Right, Hugh?
1: That's right. We're gonna help you develop a wealth mindset, develop a trading strategy that fits your core personality, and help you overcome the obstacles that stop over 90% of traders.
0: All right, Hugh, sounds good. You ready to go? Yeah, let's do this. Hey, Hugh, so we have a question here from a trader. And this trader writes in and says, my biggest trading challenge is that I, I want to become an expert trader and to know when to enter and when to exit trades. So that's where he's coming from. And so, and my, uh, my question to you is, what, you know, what do you think about that? What do you think about this goal of becoming an expert trader so that you know when to enter and when to exit? What are your thoughts on that?
1: Uh, Yeah, I think that's everybody's goal, right? When they get into it. That's not uncommon, obviously. But uh, I think some people put too much pressure on themselves when they say, I want to be an expert trader, expert trader. The first step is to see if you like it or not. You know, do you really like trading? Do you enjoy it? Do you uh, really want to be doing this for a while? And then the second step is just to learn the steps, learn the basics, go read some books, learn a few trading strategies, test them out get some data on it, and then kind of go from there. And all you need, all you really need is one trading strategy. Right. So I think that's, um, that's a big thing to consider. And saying that you want to be an expert might be putting a lot of pressure on yourself. So just take the steps one by one and then uh, see what happens. And then the second thought would be, you know, you might not need to have like exact perfect exits and entries. There are different, trading methods where you can kind of scale in scale out and you know most of your trades are so-called wrong but they're in a general area where you can make money later on down the line so uh, don't put too much pressure on yourself to have a exact entry and exit because there are methods that have uh you know a little bit more of a gray area so that's my thoughts what do you
0: think yeah yeah i think i think you're kind of you're kind of right on the edge of where i wanted to go with mm-hmm. your la- like your last comments that's exactly what i was thinking because thinking back to when I first started trading, I used to think that you had to sit down and as a trader, you would sit down, you would look at the charts and you would know it's going up or it's going down. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was a prerequisite. If you're a trader, the prerequisite was that you must know at any given time, where is the market headed, right? Okay. And I think that's kind of built into this question. So I think you're kind of picking up on the sort of the same idea that I was thinking. And I could be wrong, but I think what this trader is saying is that I have no idea when I sit down and look at the charts where it's going. <laughs> so I <laughs> yeah. need to know, right? I need to become mm-hmm. an expert, right? Yeah, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I totally disagree with that idea because I had that idea. I had that idea where we would say, I literally would call my trading buddy. We would get on, um, it wasn't Zoom back then. It was like Skype or something. It was Skype, yeah. We would get on Skype and we would, we had the same, I don't think we screen shared. I think we, we basically had the same screens that we mm-hmm. could log into, you know, so we saw the same thing through the same template, the same, you know, indicators and everything. And, and our, and our question always was, okay, where do we do Do we buy or sell? And we were trading the pound yen every day, uh, you know, at the London open, basically. Mm-hmm. And we did, and we did that back with the Euro too, when we first started trading in 2000, 2001. When I was trading with him. So, you know, I think that's the wrong way to look at it. And I could be wrong, but almost every really good trader I, I know has this same sort of outlook where which is, you know, I just sit and wait until there's free money over there in the corner and I go pick it up. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're, you're almost like that lion that waits in the in the in the tall grass until there's like some little weak little water buffalo and then you pounce on it, right? <laughs> that's kind of what I, I view trading as, you know. And so I don't think that you necessarily, as an expert trader, would need to know when to enter and when to exit, which gets into the other sort of um, subtle thing that you were touching on too, which is you can be a really good trader. And I know you said this, and I'll say that basically in a different way. You can be a brilliant trader. You can make piles of money. You can change your life. And you can also think, I really screwed that trade up. And that can happen all the time because you might have... A trailing exit that popped you out of the trade before it went another 500 points you know or 500 pips or whatever right Mm -hmm. you might have a really good system that makes money but you feel bad i'll give you an example yesterday i took a trade on my system i mean i put the orders in and the you know the the orders are triggered or not now i was kind of high-fiving myself because i had several days in a row you know that were going well and i was like yeah know and i saw that it was probably going to click in during asia so i'm like yes another day you know Mm -hmm. and of course what did it do it just barely clicked in my three orders and then went and then and then stopped all all three orders out right (laughs) made nothing on the day Mm -hmm. so the worst possible result other than getting gapped on your stop or whatever so it was like the worst thing but i don't look at that and say i did anything wrong like all my numbers Everything pointed, you know, the system is a straddle, so it'll take a buy or a sell, but it took a buy in this instance. And I anticipated it was probably gonna be a buy and everything was looking good because from the buy side I've been making money and then it just collapsed. But that doesn't like I don't take that personally, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And when I take trades, a lot of my um, discretionary trading, I have two targets or two ways to get out of a trade. I split it up, one of them has a target and one of them has a trailing exit. So that way I'm all I I kind of trying to be always right. So if it really goes in my favor hopefully my trailing exit will make me a big pile of money. If it doesn't go, it just goes a little bit. Hopefully my target will be hit and I'll make a little bit of money, right? And it'll, you know what I mean? So I don't know. Like I I literally, most of the time I look at the charts and I think I have no idea where the market's going to go. I have a couple of hypotheses. It could go do this and go up. It could do this and go down. It could do this and go nowhere. You know, I have lots of ideas about what could unfold, but I don't have to be married to anyone. So I think this idea that, you know, Because you look at the charts and you don't know what's going on, you need, to, you need to learn more. You need to become an expert. I think that's incorrect. I think that in a lot of ways, and you've talked a lot about this on our podcast here, understanding yourself and humbling yourself and open to new information is really important as a trader. And so I don't think that expert traders necessarily know when to enter and when to exit. They might design rules where to enter and where to exit. That doesn't mean they're always going to feel like those were the perfect rules for the for every sort of trading environment and every and every trade that unfolds. Because I certainly don't feel that way. I'm always looking like you know how would this be different and that. I mean that's a slippery slope that you can get into and in over you know curve fitting and over um, over designing your your parameters so that they they work really well on the last trade. And we've talked about that as well. But I think the main thing is what you hit on, which is. You don't necessarily need to know where the market's going. And you actually don't need to necessarily have perfect entries and exits. You just need to have something that's good enough to extract profits, right? Mm-hmm. And, so, and, so, and then you work on the next system, right? You work on another one that's complementary. So one system works really good in trending environments, and the other one works really good in you know tight range-bound environments and that sort of thing. So I would just caution anyone who thinks that you must know where the market's going to become a profitable or expert trader and that you must know where the perfect entry and the perfect exit are because that's not true it's just not true you just need good enough and in fact getting to good enough is usually the type of strategy that will work in a lot of different markets right one of the signs that you're overfitting your curve fitting is that it, it starts to break down in certain situations right like maybe it works really good on um you know the euro usd but it doesn't work so good on aussie cad so it could be now. It doesn't necessarily have to be, but it could be that what's happening is you kind of you you know using the specific moving average or the specific Bollinger band settings or you know whatever you're using indicator wise on that 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 kind of fits that particular market, the Euro USD, and doesn't work when you're looking at other pairs of the market. So yeah, that's those are my main thoughts. Is that you know there there are there's a lot to unpack. It's a very simple challenge that this this trader has has laid out there, but there's a lot in there, you know, and a lot of sort of deep and dark roads that you can go down and get stuck in for years. I know because I've done <laughs> I've done it. Yeah. yeah same here. Yeah. And to
1: extend your idea of like, um, you don't need to know where the market ne- is going to go. If you look at hedging Now, hedging isn't for everybody, obviously, but uh, our friend Gonzalo, right? He was, he was talking about hedging at the conference. And in that method, you don't need to know where it goes. You just like you could close your eyes enter an it into a trade. And then you would just manage to trade on both sides, right? So I think that's something to consider also, like look into that, not necessarily trade it, but look at the concepts behind that and the fact that you really don't need to know exactly when to enter and exit.
0: Yeah, yeah. It really frees you up, doesn't it, when you start thinking that way? Yeah. Like that style of trading can really remove you from the, it kind of removes the ego from the trade, which is interesting. It's a very interesting way to trade given that So many of us are stuck, you know, our ego is, is tied to each individual trade. So it's like a, it's a referendum on how, you know, how well do you trade every single time you take a trade, you know, how, you know, what are you going to do here, buddy? You know, are you going to pull this one out? (laughs) (laughs) But it changes when you start trading, like, like you say, like Gonzalo. Yeah. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay, cool. Thanks, Walter.
0: Yeah. All information in this podcast is
1: for educational and informational purposes only, and is not trading or investment advice.